we'll be back like before. Oh. Something, 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 Hamilton. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Dude, that was like the niches to reference. Only musical theater because nerds when like push that. comes to shove. Dude, I'm good. You are good. Thank you. You should have gone into musical theater. I know. I fucked up and just did goofs. Yeah. I'm just doing little little gags He's now. He's a little goofy boy. He's so quirky. I do little and skits different. and riddles now. Skits and riddles. I've lowered myself you have. to the lowest form of art. Didn't your teacher tell you that once? Yes, she did. Uh, we were not taught comedy and we were told not to do comedy because it was the lowest art form. I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, was on stage last night in a little bar to like 25 people in Melbourne because yeah. when I come back from tour I, like, I still like to do little gigs around town just because I don't know I'm trying to write new stuff as well as like when I'm not doing this show mm. um, and I'm a freak I don't know why I get one night off and I'm like let's fill it with shit I, it's, it, that blew my mind like I was so tired I know I really I've wanted to play s- Fortnite as yeah, well yeah what the hell are you doing <laughs> dude like you could have been dropping in that I still haven't got the fish thick bus. skin but anyway, I was on stage and I'm mm. just I'm doing my little doing my little skits and riddles. Yeah. And then it gets to the end of the set. I'm doing new stuff. It's gone fine. Then I was like, all right, I'll I'll do a, a season bit. And it was about come. And then <laughs> I was looking out to the 25 people. Like I would say, maybe like five of them knew who I was. Like it, yeah. you know, what I mean, there's like inner city cool trendy melbourne people they're not the people that come to my shows yeah they're like the hipsters like yeah these are people like with jobs and yeah. like lives careers they, they drink milk from uh beans well they, they, they yeah they wouldn't drink milk not beans nuts not yeah nut milk they have that nut milk they drink nut for sure yeah no one owned property but everyone had a nice little email signature that yeah felt, oh, that yeah. was the vibe so and then as i was looking at and then you know to to various different levels of amusement from the audience, I was performing my uh, tried and tested cum material. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, this is not special." Oh, it is. Like this isn't high art. What I'm saying is, I am the lowest form of the lowest form. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, but it's so much more fun. But it's so much more fun. It is. I think it is harder. Because you're getting one reaction out of someone, you know. You're not going to make someone cry. Uh, although you you have done that before. Have I? Yeah. Yep. Who? Uh, last year in Townsville. Um, oh, the American lady? Yeah. Well, the videos and online. No, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was proud of it. And I uploaded it. It got millions of views. <laughs> there was someone this year as well. Apparently, um. um but they do it to themselves. It's like, shut the fuck up then. Apparently like, the, the British woman who I, I didn't even think shut on, let, walked out of my show in Byron Bay. I think that was an exaggeration. I actually saw her pretty much all the way up until the end. And then when they walked away, it just looked like they had something, somewhere to go. Right. I think Jack was exaggerating oh. that she was like annoyed. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure I, we, we were watching the same people and she was not as bad. As that, but but uh, there have been many a people that have walked out of your show, yes. But <laughs> okay, that's there good. Have been some Get your that tickets, LukeKijel.com, if you want to just leave early. <laughs> you know what I don't understand? It's the it's the ones that 
come out and they're really upset because and they say, oh, I've got I've got social anxiety. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. And they're like, yeah, he roasted me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's like, <laughs> they're like, oh, well, I wouldn't stop talking throughout the show. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you have. You don't have social anxiety. You've just You've got made bad a f- parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no you parents. <laughs> There's you one don't of the have two. Parents. Yeah. It's yeah. you've got a bunch of environmental and social issues that you haven't addressed yet in therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so then when I said it to a thousand people, which it shocks me every night that I'm always constant I feel like I'm always the first person to tell someone their shit. Yeah, ah. like you've been told that you're princess all life. Like yeah. you have just been the golden child of your family. Just a crazy ego to have in Tamworth. <laughs> it really is. It really Where is. Where do you get that fucking on, God babe. complex from? You drive past that golden guitar every day. I'm the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> They like, did. They had that complex, though, dude. They, they saw- were like, oh, "Have you seen the guitar?" And it's like, "Yeah, everyone's seen the fucking guitar. It's just big." Like I spoke dude, about I that. saw a giant fucking prawn in yeah in 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 Bunnings in Berlina in, in Berlina Berlina. How Bel- that? We still don't know how to say that. No, it's Berlina. <laughs> Berlina. Yeah, Berlina. Yeah, I was like, "Oi, Meg, check out the big prawn." No, you kept saying um, crayfish, and I was like, "I don't think that's a crayfish." Nah, because there's another big lobster somewhere. I've seen a big lobster. I don't is know a where. lobster a crayfish? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it is a crayfish. I'm pretty sure it's like rock melon cantaloupe where it's just like. Oh, it's just another. The big lobster is in Rosetown in South Australia. Maybe I haven't seen it then. Where, is that on the way to Adelaide? I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lobster somewhere. Maybe I'm just thinking of the big prawn. I def- That's the biggest like it's big the biggest thing. big thing. It's the biggest big thing. When oh, you said no, the banana, the banana's it's big. Like, it's like along the Not coast, on the way that, like if you're right on, going along the coast, There's no chance. Oh, the coast. There's no way that you would have seen that in real life. No, maybe I've just made that up. I've seen the big lawnmower. Oh yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, the biggest one by far uh, to scale. You know how like, um, oh that's big for a banana because bananas are quite small. Mm. Um, and then like, but the pineapple, you're like, well, pineapple's are kind of big anyway, so it's not that much of a, it's probably like times 50 of what a regular pineapple is. Yeah. Maybe times prob- a thousand. Probably I don't know. More. Yeah. It's probably more than that. <laughs> the biggest one per, like the biggest big thing. So by the way, for overseas listeners, if you're not aware, Australia has no culture. Oh, that's not true. We have lamingtons and fairy bread, but outside of that, <laughs> we have big landmarks as tourist attractions I wouldn't call on the them, side of the road. It's just like we have big things so that people Just pull over the dr- car. Yeah, pull over and they actually, yeah, get like, something. There's like a big mango and then most of them are fruit. But then there's like random ones like the big, um, then Goulburn, big there's crab. like the sheep's nuts. Oh, yeah. What's the big? Ma- the ram. Ram. The big, big ram. ram. And it's got a big ball sack at the back. It's not just a pair of nuts. You don't go through and you're like, damn, nuts. It's a an, an entire it's an yeah. entire ram. But there's it's like big. a big axe or whatever. I can't remember. I think it was between like Rockhampton or Townsville, some somewhere between there. Um we went past and there was someone had just like cut out a giant like circle into like metal and like just done a really shitty paint job and then there was an old wooden sign that pointed to it and it just said the big melon <laughs> oh we saw that yeah that was embarrassing and i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> i was like that is pretty funny though that 
they to to just try and get people to stop off. They were like, let's just cut out an old bit of tin shed and mm. see what people think about this. Like even the Aussies are giving it shit. Pretty sure there's like a big potato somewhere. There is a big potato. Yeah, it's grim. Big galah. <laughs> oh yeah, big, big galah. Yeah, your dad would like that one. <laughs> My dad does enjoy birds. While <laughs> Reese is looking at that, yeah, let's spin, spin the wheel, wheel because we have now. I had a great, um, great birthday last weekend. It was very relaxing. We were up in the Northern Territory. We have many tales to tell about that trip. Many a tale to tell. Some of them good, like my birthday. Yeah, that was nice. A lot of them not so good. No, I actually like the Northern Territory. We no, just I had like a the bad Northern, we trip just, there. Yeah, the trip there was horrific. All right, Luke, what are you looking for this weekend? Um, catching up with a few friends and we've got another birthday celebration for yourself mm. and your mum this weekend. So turn up, really. I'm going to go wind down. Okay. Because... I, well, Luke, tis the season. Well, sorry, should have said tis the sneezing. Because <laughs> hay fever sneezing. Get it? Hay fever? Yeah, I get it. The season. Sounds like season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's upon us. And I got told today, what's, uh, it wasn't quadruple. It was, uh, how many times is eight times? Octuple. 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 No, I just made that up. I don't uh, know. Uh, well, Oct- I got told octopus. to eight times up my antihistamines, and I didn't know you could do that. So, should yeah. you like that? Doctors, I feel like <laughs> doctors shouldn't recommend to. I'm not a doctor though, but I feel like <laughs> doctors shouldn't recommend to times eight any medication. Yeah, feels like it an overdose. Because I was like, oh, I've only been having one every 24 hours because that's how much it says to have. And she was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's okay. Let's just do four every day. And I was well, like, do you mean four times? No, and I was like, do you mean four in 24 hours? She's like, no, no, no. As in like, just do like eight in total. She's like, have them throughout the night as well if you need it. And I was like, oh, ah, popping them like candy. She's like, so you could share in, gla- in grass clippings. Yeah. And you wouldn't be affected. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's my plan. I, I didn't know that, that you could do that, but apparently you can. I'm going to mow the lawns and then like, do, like just dunk it on you and just see what happens now. I mean, I'll be green. I'll be literally stained green if, I, if you do that. <laughs> you look like the Grinch. <laughs> well, there's also coming to that season. You look like so. the witch in Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would like to turn up, but I'm, oh, you know, okay, fine, wind down. I'm going for a wind down. You're doing wind down now? Yeah. All right. Because I'd be happy for you. No, you spin the wheel this time because I've spun it so many <sighs> times. I'm I don't want the nervous. pressure because now it's going to look like if it gets turned up, I've orchestrated this. Yeah, with the wheel. it's all your fault if if it's a turn up. Okay. I'm spinning in three. By the way, I'm before I do it, I'm gonna give it a big hearty spin. Okay. Should I hold the wheel down? Yeah. And I hold the down wheel the wheel. This All is right. gonna f- flip out. All right, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh God, Damn. you literally you literally turned it. That's never gonna stop. It's gonna become an infinite wheel. Oh. It's like the Olympic flame. It's no. a wind down. Oh, it's, it's a, a wind, wind down? down? Yes. Yeah. Oh, dunno. Yeah. It's a wind down. Oh, can't get too turned up about that. I thought that was going to be the rest of the episode for a second. 
the the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> never ending. Between Darwin and Alice Springs, there's the big stubby. Yeah, never <gasps> seen that one. We need to go to the big That's stubby. Sick. Oh, dude. Weekend ready? That would work perfectly for us. Yeah. We just make a trip to the big stubby. Yeah. Does that have a big beer in the big stubby? But I might have seen that because I have driven between Adelaide and Alice Springs, but it was on a school trip. There's no freaking way that they would have stopped off at a stubby. Although teaching kids about culture. No, it's, a, it's a part of our heritage. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why it's heritage. It's a stretch. <laughs> it's true. My ancestry does come from a long line of alcoholism and substance abuse, I assume. I mean, you know what? It's that wouldn't it would be funny if it wasn't kind of true though about your family. Not my current family. Not your current <laughs> one, but the the past. I'm the only legend who drinks. That's not true. My brother does. But, like, mum and dad are very, like, we didn't have alcohol in the house growing up. Yeah, so as soon as they. So I'm had, now making up for lost years, you know? Yeah. Am I right, boys? <laughs> Although, one of, so the, the house that we are looking at, um, am I allowed to say that we're looking at one? I give you permission. <laughs> what are you asking? <laughs> so the house that we are looking at has a spa. What kind of medieval ass podcast <laughs> is this? No. You may speak now, woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, thank you, Khan, sir. <laughs> um, so the house that we're looking at has a spa, and your parents came and had a look at it with us. And your dad, you know, he was quite chuffed. Like there's a entertaining window that goes directly into the spa. And your dad just turns to me and goes, <laughs> you can hand me some beers through that window. And I just looked up and I was like, what? Like, dad, you drink what? cider. Stop pretending you're cool. I was like, <laughs> I haven't seen you drink a beer in a year. And when you did, it was like you had two of them and you were plastered. Like, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, nah, he has. I mean, yeah, like, no, he doesn't. I feel really. like if we get this house, we're going to turn your dad into an alcoholic. Now I'm kind of scared. I, I think he was just trying to bond with you, man. It absolutely was. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see him at the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's like, oh, how do I connect with her? Alcohol, that's how I do it. <laughs> um, I didn't even notice that little part. Anyway, I don't. The entertaining window? No, I didn't realize How did you this. not realize that? It's so good. Yeah. I really want the house. Anyway, let's. Anyway. Uh, I I don't want to talk about it because we haven't bought it yet. No. So we, we want to buy it. I don't know if we'll get it though. It's a good house, so maybe not. Yeah, probably uh, not. Um, I went actually. We went and I w- I went and saw a house the other day just because I was purely bored and I was like, I know that I'm we're not gonna look at this house, but I just wanted to you know have a look anyway, see what's in the area, see what's going for what. Stuff like that. Um, we get to this open house and there was no one else there. And the guy was surprised when I walked through the door. Like he was surprised someone showed up. And then he just started like overcompensating. He was like, oh, did you see the blue tongue lizard when you were coming in? And I was like, oh, no. And he's like, come, 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 come. He lives in that rock. And I was like, uh, okay. And he's like, see, you've already got a roommate. And I was like, okay. Ugh. And we walk into the house, like it was, they'd had kids in it. So obviously kids fuck up everything. So there were so many things that were like broken. And I was like, oh, we're like literally next to the train line. And so once again, he starts overcompensating and he goes, 
Luke, shh, shh, can you hear anything? And I'm like, no. And he's like, see? And I'm like, there's no train going by. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, but like, you know, if there was. And I'm like, but there wasn't. You've just defeated your purpose. What? Defeated what do you? Point? The point. Defeated the point. <laughs> defeated his purpose his in purpose life. His purpose in life. You've just de- defeated it. Yeah, that's hilarious. Was, like, because they clearly the houses on the train line are tough to sell. I imagine because no one wants to live on the back of a train no. line. But uh, what I think is so funny, they clearly book in those inspections. Like you see the inspections, like it's at five thirty-five p.m. and you're like, you've booked this because there's a train not coming past for the next twenty minutes. Yeah. That's why you booked that is it at 5.35. The train went past at 5.32. Yeah. And then you're like, you've booked in this little window. It's so funny to just be like, oh, now obviously you have concerns about the train line. I understand that. And he just opens the door. Huh? And it's like, I can't, uh, there's no train going by. Dude, this house is next to a wooden bridge. The train goes. Yeah. literally. Oh, no, that was in the house. Um, It was another house. Still. There's that that house I do want to have a look at. But yeah, this this house. And it was like. And then we finished the tour and I was like, oh, you know, there's a lot of stuff to fix up. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? And I, I, I was like, are you blind? Like you've just walked through this house and you're just disregarding that there was a literal iron like mark in the carpet. That's kind of homey. Like someone had just like put a hot iron and just melted the shit out of the floor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how are you just like... That's character. Bl- <laughs> he literally was saying stuff like that. He's like, yeah, but the house is lived in, you know, builds character. It's got this. I'd be a really good real estate agent because I'm just full of shit and everything that comes out of my mouth is dribble and shouldn't be heard. Yeah, I think you would be really good at it as well. But yeah, it was it was so odd. And this guy at the end was like, for 980, you can have it. And I was like, no. <laughs> what? Trying to sell the house at the inspection is so optimistic when there's two people. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, thank you. Okay. What a weird thing to say. Um, Just quickly back on the big landmark thing. There's one that I don't think many people know about uh, just outside of Dubbo, the Big Bogan. There's a big bogan. Oh, my God. It's holding a fish. Oh, my God. Can you show me this? That is (laughs) wild. I know the big Ned Kelly but yeah, I saw the big Ned I've Kelly. never seen the big bogan. For those audio listeners, it's just like a, you know that rusted metal art? It's like metal art of a guy in a singlet holding a fish. It literally looks like like most guys' Tinder profiles. That's just crazy. Should be called the big red flag if you're a female the in your mid-20s. The big red flag. <laughs> That's awesome. Damn. Oh, that is just a sight, isn't it? And I'll there? say it again. Australia has culture. Not yeah. much, but God, there's a thin layer it's, of it. It's there. It's like Vegemite. It's good when you spread our culture on thin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we went to the Northern Territory. Yes, we did. Uh, we had to go from Melbourne to Alice Springs in one day. That was the goal. It doesn't seem like a crazy feat. Via Sydney. That was the original plan, yeah. Yes, we were supposed to go Melbourne to Sydney, then Sydney to Alice Springs. Because there's no direct flights from where we were. Yes. Which is fine. We still had an ETF, an 11 a.m. arrival time. Uh, look, this is it was the worst day of my life. A lot of people might have watched it. It happened in real time on my Instagram stories. 
If you didn't see it, look, there's there's so much to get through. Um, if you want to hear, like, I, I know I'm going to miss stuff, mm. and I'm I told this story as well on on our other po- my other podcast called BLT, which I also miss stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to retell the story. Hopefully, clarify things I missed. Mm. Probably accidentally leave out some stuff as well. Yeah, because it was like a fifteen hour ordeal. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, me. actually, yeah, fifteen hours. We, we same, woke up same. at like five a.m. and then I didn't get to Alice Springs until. But I didn't want to spoil the ending. Well, no. I guess I start from the get go, and then we'll work our way through. So our flight gets delayed. In Melbourne by like, I don't know, like an hour, an hour and a half. Yes, because Sydney didn't predict planes. That's the dumbest reason I've ever heard. We get to the airport and they go, oh, there's actually not enough runway space for the amount of planes that are coming. Plane to land. They said that it was because of the The, wind. You're an airport. It's literally your job to get planes in and out. Like, and they were like, oh, it's because of the weather. And I was like, I don't, it's. It's like going to Subway and like, I just want a chicken classic. And they're like, oh, there's no space in this sandwich. Like, what the fuck do you mean there's no space? Your Subway. Make it happen. <laughs> and they're like, the weather, it's too wet. And it's like, w- it, there's no rain. There's no rain here. None. I mean, maybe that wasn't Sydney. We weren't in Sydney because we were being delayed in Melbourne. Anyway. So, I don't know. Once I got to Sydney, I was like, man. So then we realized get it. on like in the terminal. <laughs> Um, which is how I was feeling by the end of the day. <laughs> we realized that we would miss the connecting flight that was supposed to get us to Alice Springs. Because yeah. our first one got delayed. We had about a 45-minute turnover originally, but that's gone now. And we realized as soon as we get on this plane to Sydney, while we're in the air, the other one's going to leave to Alice Springs and we're going to be stranded in Sydney. We still told them... We were still told to get on the plane. They were yeah. like, we might be able to sort something else out for you in Sydney. And we're like, oh, maybe they'll hold the plane. Because that's happened before. Yeah, absolutely. It was actually happening all, all day. Like where they well. hold planes on the tarmac because yeah. they're waiting for other people to get on from a connecting flight. That did not happen. The flight left without us. Yes, it did. <laughs> on time. I think just before time as well. Um, but there was quite a few people that were supposed to get on that plane, that flight in our flight. So it happened to a lot of us. Yep. And it was like Space Cadet City at the airport. Oh it always is. Like, so the we get to the customer <clears throat> service de- desk and there's a bunch of... <gasps> oh, hang on. She's going to sneeze. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> is th- have, you t- have you already doubled your medication? Not yet. I don't get it. What? Like, we're inside. There's no pollen in here. These are fake plants behind you. Dude, I just... <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> it's the dust though as well. I'm allergic to dust as well. I'm what? allergic to everything apparently. We just need to vacuum our house. Yeah. It's or dusty. Reese has been collecting somebody's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was looking around the room for light shrubbery and the only light shrubbery in here was on your top lip. <laughs> Um, so we get to the customer service desk and there's a massive long line of people also wanting to know what's happening to their connecting flights. Um, and fucking hell, some of them were dumb. Dude, I know that euthanasia is a really controversial <laughs> subject in general, 
But if you ever, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not even saying if I agree or disagree or whatever. Mm. I'm not going to put out my opinion on that. But if you ever want an argument pro euthanasia, hang out at the airport. Yep. In Sydney on a day where there's delays. So there was like one, there was, I think, multiple people on our flight who were supposed to catch a connecting flight through the international terminal. They were holding the plane for them because there were like eight of them there. So it was like a large group of people Mm. on an international flight, very expensive, totally understandable as to why they would hold the plane for that. They said like five times both before we got on the flight, during the flight and at the end of the flight as well, like multiple times they were like kept reiterating this one point saying if you are connecting, if you are connecting through the international terminal, please head to this these people. They're the people wearing these and they were saying it in different languages as well. Mm-hmm. And then get on the shuttle and go to the international thing. While we were lining up to the service desk, they said it maybe five to ten times. They were like, if you are lining up for this service desk, this is for domestic only. If you are going international, please come and see me and line up here. They said it ten times. And in different languages as well. After the tenth time, right, Not some people did move out of line, some people stayed. And I'm still like thinking, there's a lot of people in this line for a domestic connection. Like, that's weird. How many people are going to Alice Springs? Mm-hmm. That, you know? Yeah. And it turns out no one, just no us. Yep. And then he gets like, he, did, he says it 10 times. I'm not even exaggerating either. It was it was so many He probably times. said it for 45 minutes while waiting in this line. And after 45 minutes of him repeating the same thing every like, I don't know, five, three or four minutes. Yeah. He goes to someone in the line, hey, where are you flying to? The guy's like, Korea. He's like, okay, so please come up and queue up over here. And the guy was like, oh, okay. I saw another one and she spoke English. She was English. Like she was definitely Australian. And she goes up and they, she was like, oh, I'm confused. And they were like, oh, what are you confused about? She's like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm supposed to be catching an international shuttle. And she was like, like the one that says international shuttle literally 30 meters away from me. And she was like, oh, yeah, that one. Euthanize. Yeah. Why do we need them? Your, your brain is taking up oxygen right now. That's crazy. Like some of them were just, oh, yeah. So that was a hell just to get up to the service desk so that we could then start the very confusing and long discussion of how we are going to get to Alice Springs or how we're going to get to Darwin. And luckily Jack Luke's brother managed to find flights just for him to be able to get from Sydney to Adelaide and then go from Adelaide to Alice Springs. because yeah, the only other flight that was leaving to Alice Springs, like arriving in Alice Springs that day, was from Adelaide. Yeah. We were not at Adelaide. We were not. That was the biggest issue. Yeah. So then we got another flight. It was $1,700 business class flight, last seat on the plane. Yeah. And what was – this is what really pissed me off. Well, well, I guess I'll jump forward a bit. When I eventually got on that flight mm. to go to Alice Springs that day from Adelaide. Yeah. The, girl, the lady next to me on the flight, she was a doctor. She was the most smartest person I've ever met. <laughs> and 
she was like, oh, I'm not usually up here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, how come? And she was like, oh, I've got a free upgrade to business class. Fuck off. And I was like, ah. That's brutal. Oh, this is like, go fuck yourself. That's so bad. She's like, yeah, they overfilled the flight. So I got upgraded here and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I didn't even say. And I was the most mature thing I've ever done. I didn't even complain to her about my day. She went, oh, how's your day been going? And I was like, so nice. Good, thank you. Oh, my good, God. Thank you. I just smell like shit and look like death, but ignore that. Because <laughs> so it's great. It's fantastic. I'm loving life. Then I have to ditch Tyler and Meg right. at Sydney Airport. So here is where our journeys split off. So Tyler and I uh, ended up getting put on a flight direct from Sydney to Darwin. Um, the issue was we got there to Sydney in the morning and our flight didn't leave or wasn't scheduled to leave till 8.50. So p.m., p.m. So we were in for the long haul and fuck me, a lot of shit happened in that very tiny airport. You should have just gone, seen the bridge or something. Gone, seen the harbour. Oh, no, that's the thing. I, I, I took, I, I took it on board and I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to do a really good job of the episode this week. I was like, I'm going to do a good podcast. I'm going to work. I'm going to do all this. Um, and I did do that it was just in the worst environment ever what do you mean airports are delightful no dude i i decided i was like okay i don't have internet i don't have this so i'm gonna use my Qantas club and go there and then work there and i was like must be nice bit of a flex i walk in boy did i feel out of place i'm wearing like disgusting shorts with like stains on them. I'm just looking like a sack of shit, you know, rolling in. And I was prepared. I was prepared to get the judgmental. If you stopped rolling like, everywhere, oh, you wouldn't have stains all over your pants. I know. I know. God, got me. Damn it. Got me. I do love rolling everywhere. Um, and I got there and I knew that I was going to get judged, obviously, by the, the business, other business people being there and stuff. Because they're like, oh, what the fuck is she doing here? But I had the most, the weirdest interaction with a group of guys that I've like ever had. It was so strange. I'm like sitting down. I've just finished my work. I like put the the laptop down and I kind of do a sigh of like, thank fuck that's over because my brain is numb. And then this group of business guys is like looking at me in like a really weird way, like, what the fuck is she doing here? And I was like, oh, this is weird. And I was just about to get up and the guy goes, oh, so like, you know, what are you doing here? And I was like, uh, well, I was work working. I was so confused. Hang on, but you're just in the Qantas lounge. I was just in the Qantas club. Like, That's not, it's not that exclusive. No, Can't you just not. pay to go in there? Uh, the Virgin one, you can. You pay the membership, but like. But I'm pretty sure you can actually just pay them like a hundred bucks if you want to wait in there. Probably, yeah. Probably. I think anyone can. Just I think go anyone in can probably just go in. That's that. At least I know you definitely can do that with the Virgin one. Yeah. Or maybe you have to no, be you, with a guest, be with another Virgin member. I think I you know. have to be a Qantas member, right? And you have to be a, a like Qantas Club member, but maybe. But gatekeeping that 
Dude, so weird. I no, but this is the not thing. a thing. It uh no, this is the thing though. Like he, they were like, ask. They started asking me like all these questions. Like it was a full blown interrogation, and I was like, I w- it was so weird, and I don't know why I kept answering the questions. Didn't they I get was you just, on a polygraph. They put a like a bro, lamp. It was so strange. They just kept asking me all they of these questions. Start tasering your balls, and then I realized <laughs> they just touched. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Where did you get your Qantas pass from? Yeah. Tell me. And they were like asking me like what I was doing, like what I did as a job. And, I, and they were like, just ask me all this stuff. And then I realized, oh, the question that they wanted to know was, did I get in with my dad's pass or did I get in through my own means? And I was like, that is the, they played a game of 20 questions with me just to figure that out. And I was just like, are you asking me if I got in on my dad's pass? Because they they were asking me what my dad did and stuff. And they were like, yeah, we didn't want to say it, but yeah. And I'm like, cool, man. Like you just asked me 20 weird fucking questions just to get to that, that question. And I was like, no, I'm here. Like I got, I, I do a lot of travel for work. So I get passes and stuff because of that. And they were like, oh, and then they start interrogating me on the job. And I was like, oh, what, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, so you're not, uh, you don't, you, this, honestly. It was the weirdest thing. You're and not I, fun. Because if that happened to me, you, just, you go, all right, good. Improv game started now. And all of a sudden, oh, I do archery or I'm a long distance skier. That's and true. And then. True. There you go. Yeah, I'm actually traveling to like Vancouver, and then you hope to God there's a flight leaving there that day. Well, I mean, I burned them with their own profession in the end because they were like, "Well, don't you want to know?" Yeah, what, what did we they do? do? Yeah, they were like, "Don't you want to know what we do?" And no, I was there's like, "No way." They said that. Huh? There's no way. No human would ever say that to another human. Absolutely. Go into the Qantas lounge. You will hear it all the time. It's just they said the big... phrase, "Don't you want to know what we do?" Yeah, they were like, "Don't you want to know what we do?" And I was like. Um, I don't know, probably sales. And I was like, am I right? Like you tra- travel and like you are a sales team for something. And they were like, they were like, how did you know? Because you're unlikable, what? invasive and, and they- honestly look like you have no other skills. Yes. They all had matching haircuts. They were all wearing the same tie. They literally were identical people and they were fucking insufferable. Yeah. I was like the only I mean, I'm slamming my dad right now. Your dad does sales. Dad is literally that. I love your dad. If if you're listening, (laughs) I'm not calling you insufferable. (laughs) But also, like, I I knew it, and they were like, "Oh my god, how did you know?" They were like, "Am I wearing my badge?" And I'm like, "You're not wearing your badge, dude. Your face is the badge." Like, it's your energy. You have the energy of a car salesman, but the haircut of someone who travels internationally. Yeah, yeah. It was like... Uh, I bet that happens oh. to... I think that's just something you have to get used to. It happens to me a lot. Uh, not in that, like, on the nose, but I often get... I think it was because I was a girl as well. That would happen a little more. But yeah. I get, like, things of age, like... Um, I got that on, when I flew business class. I got looks like that from the other people. Yeah. And, like, the, the lady next to me was, like, a bit confused because I was the youngest person there by, like, half. I'm not going to lie. Everyone when I do 50. pass through a business flight and I see a younger person, I'm like, oh, yeah. OnlyFans? Everyone. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, if you had have looked oh, at the that state that I was in, no one was thinking OnlyFans. That's that's definitely what they were. Oh, it turned off. It did, uh, it did turn off. It's the light. I've been running experiments Sorry. of why this camera keeps turning off and um, it's, we don't know still. We thought it was my face. I love that. <laughs> I love that we switched the cat because it kept happening to the camera the that theory. was on my thing. And I was like, then we were like, let's see if we switch the cameras, then it'll work. And I was like, you I see, swear to God, if it works and it just is like my face. You thought the camera like, just got bored of looking yeah. at you. It was like, turning off. No, I thought it was might have been the power supply going to the camera. Um, but yeah, I, that happens a lot when you are in positions maybe a bit younger than most people. Um, yeah. Well, then my day got better after that because I was defeat. I was really defeated. Like it gets to probably like six p.m. and I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in this with these people anymore. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna leave. And then I was like, oh fuck it. I'm just gonna go get a face mask from Mecca. Make me feel a little bit better. And so I went there and I'm talking to the girl and stuff and I was like, oh man, I really like need this. Like this made me feel like so much better. She's like, oh, I see in this system that it's your birthday. Like we'll give you your like birthday, like gifts that we give to people on their birthday. And I was like, oh my God, that's so good. Like I I didn't even know that. Your birthday the next day. It was my birthday the next day, but they like they do it all around like the, and I think it's like the same month. So like you've got an ages to like redeem it, I guess. Um, and she's like, oh, I'll give you like this. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. That's like made my day. I've had such a shit one. She's like, oh my gosh, like what's happened? I'm like, oh, my flights got canceled, blah, 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 all of this stuff. And she was like, oh my God, no, like you can't do that on your birthday. So then she goes, fills up another bag of just every sample that she could find. Like she was just like throwing in stuff. So I come out of this store just wanting a face mask and I got like two massive bags of things same thing happened at Dior. So I'm just walking around looking like I've shopped for $200 worth of things. And it was like, it, it definitely picked up from there. Girls are so much nicer than guys just across the board. Mm. If I worked in a, that kind of job, like retail or some kind of customer service, and a guy came up to me and went, oh, I've just had the worst day, like a full grown man. Mm. I'd be like, are you going to fucking cry? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? That's because men are toxic. It, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the toxic masculinity for you. You've yeah. literally just defined it. It's, it's, it's so – it's kind of like I know it's awful. Mm. Sometimes it can be very funny. Mm. <laughs> oh. Like if someone said that to me, if I was like – because I would do that. I'd be like, oh, my God, I've had the shittest day. And if another dude went, what are you going to do? Cry? I would laugh out loud. <laughs> I'd be like, maybe. <laughs> I might actually cry. I am on the verge. I literally am depressed right now. And so you know maybe. What? That comment has pushed me over the edge. <laughs> I think I needed that. Thank you. I'm going to go I'm have a big go old... jump off a bridge. No, All right, just, bye. Just a little cry. <laughs> I'm actually going to go have a sook now. Thank you. I would think that's so funny, dude. That is really funny if a guy said that, but also not funny if. I love uh, it when people are rude to me, like in customer service, in like a honest way like not in like for example i think i asked a guy i forget what it was oh he was in like a clothes shop and i was like trying on some stuff Mm. and then i was like you know like sometimes when you go out of the change room 
you give they you never know if you should put the thing back on the rack where you got it from or if you should just give it to the person because sometimes there's just the random person monitoring the change well, room sometimes they don't even have the rack but sometimes so it's like what the fuck do you where do i put this do well, i hang it sometimes in yeah sometimes they like want you to just give it to them they yeah. don't even want you to go touch the shelf again because like yeah. you're gonna fuck it up or whatever mm. so i'm like i walk out of the room and there's a guy with a lanyard on he's clearly working at the surf store and i like i'm holding the clothes i don't want to buy it i hasn't fit me properly and i just don't say anything like a child and I just reach out my hand and go, mm? like, <laughs> and, like I'm just like, do you want it? Like, I don't know what to do with this uh, now. Can you please save my shirt? Because yeah. I don't want it anymore. And the guy looks at the shirt and looks back at me and then just goes, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and I laughed out loud. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Dude. <laughs> he was like, like, I deserve that. He was just looking at me like, are you stupid? Like, put it back. You're fucking clearly in your late 20s <laughs> and you haven't figured this one out. And I would do exactly the same thing. If I was him, I'd be like, fucking idiot. Don't look at me. I'm just going to lend you it on. I don't want to fucking be here. I'm getting, I'm getting paid enough to put your shitty shorts back. <laughs> Go put rack. your shorts away, you little bitch. Yeah, I would do the same. I respected it. I was like, that's sick. I would do that too. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but then... Uh, so Tyler and I were giving shit to the fucking airlines like like for the entire time. Like for ages, we're like, what kind of fucking plane can't land on the tarmac? Like what yeah. air what what airport can't land planes? Like Tyler was being I would describe as belligerent at yes. one point in the in the terminal. He was he was brutal about it. He was it, like right? yelling. Like, you know, like airports are just kind of quiet because yeah. everyone's got the headphones in and stuff. And when you have a loud conversation at a boarding gate, everyone hears. everyone can hear you. Yeah. And Tyler just starts like, well, <laughs> just starts going, oh, what? They can't land a plane. <laughs> They're an airport. What kind of dumb <laughs> fucking excuse? <laughs> He's like going off. And I'm just like, it's like. They eight. have one fucking job land plane in airport and he's like Dude, what like- they didn't predict planes <laughs> he's like it's in the fucking schedule <laughs> he's like how would they get so thrown off by a plane landing how's this thrown out their day <laughs> And it's like, dude, it's 7.30 a.m. Right. So he's been giving them shit the entire fucking day, right? Yeah, by the way, while in between playing uh, the Michael Jackson 3D <laughs> experience game on his Nintendo 3DS. Out loud. Yeah, controversial, edgy. Very edgy. Um, but Would've not special, l- so... <laughs> no shit. I'm sure the R. Kelly Golden Shower experience is also on special, Meg. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure Rolf Harris's Wobbleboard Extravaganza <laughs> 3D is also on sale. No one's paying full price in 2023 for a Michael Jackson game <laughs> on Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> so, so Tyler's giving shit all day. And then finally, our flight is delayed even longer, by the way. We don't actually get onto this flight till like 10 p.m., and uh, so we finally get onto this flight. He's literally in the plane, still giving them shit for only having one runway. Soon as we take off, it is the worst turbulence that we have ever. I saw your Instagram story and you were just <laughs> holding your phone straight and it looked like you were on a roller coaster. <laughs> and then Tyler 
is like <laughs> like in the background dying like holy shit like I've just put so much bad energy into the universe by saying fuck these guys and it is quite literally the worst turbulence that we've felt the plane's dipping like the wind is pushing it sideways like it was fucked I feel like I only ever have negative experiences with Qantas yeah, for some reason, Qantas is regarded as like the best airline. No, it's not. I anymore. don't know how. No, no one says that anymore. But it's absolutely people, by far the worst airline now. People still put so it up expensive. on this pedestal, like, oh my god, I got to go to the Qantas terminal, and there's like a Chanel, and there's like a but like you know what I mean. All this, have you noticed? Like all the stores in the Qantas terminal, they're like bougie, either boutique or designer wear. Yeah, Whereas dude, like it was fucking annoying. The, I was trying to find a pair of trackies. Yeah, dude, there's no rip curl. No rip curl. No, <laughs> there's rip- not a billabong in sight unless you're flying Jetstar. Not even Peter Alexander, which their literal thing is pyjamas. They didn't even have just a plain pair of trackies. Gucci probably have them. They didn't even have them. <laughs> you're like, I didn't want to spend eight grand No, dude, I would have. I, I, <laughs> I was so cold at that stage. If anyone had trackies, I would have bought them. But no one had them. You were literally flying to Darwin, I feel like you just hold out oh, that's for 10 what, hours, you won't need tracking. Yeah. I mean, it was a, an immediate pain though. You know, it's an interesting fact I learned. It's just a little tidbit to kind of throw in the pod here. And you can tell other friends that, who you meet throughout the week. Uh, we'll see, Luke. Um, Darwin, mm. you know how people it's often regarded as like the hottest place in Australia? Yes. It's not. It's never gotten over 40 degrees there in re- recorded history. The yeah, highest ever like, recorded temperature in Darwin is 38.6 or something like that. Yeah, no and shit. And last year the highest recorded temperature was 36 and the lowest recorded temperature was 25. Yeah. So it's just in the same but bracket. It's, it's on a constant state. But the humidity yes. is just chronic swamp ass. Yes, constant. Constant swamp ass. I wiped my ass and was like, and Shrek was on my toilet paper oh, living there. Fucking hell. That's, yeah. yeah. At a colony of ogres. Statement, that right there. Between my words. crack. Oh, you're still saying the words. Yeah. <laughs> it's not making me feel good, yeah. Luke. I pulled down my pants to take a shit. I had so much swamp ass that I, just, I pulled down my pants and I heard, in the morning, we're making waffles. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> I was like, ew. <laughs> It was chronic swamp ass. <laughs> that sucks, dude. That's disgusting. Um, <clears throat> like that swamp ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it was it it was uh it's pretty hot, but I mean, Perth wouldn't Perth be obviously the desert is fucking hot, but like for dry heat, dry dangerous heat, it Melbourne would have gets to be up Melbourne. There. I reckon it, it has to be Victoria for dry heat or Perth. Perth is definitely Victoria the probably worst. has the biggest range. I would say. Yeah, like cold and hot. Yeah, absolutely. It's like we looked up the hottest days ever recorded. We're at the pub in Darwin because it's really hot, so we just started googling temperature to make us feel better mm. instead of just moving inside. Vivi <laughs> 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 and I were talking about it, and uh, yeah, there was like a day in 2019 in Victoria that got to 46 degrees. I don't know what that is in um, Fahrenheit. If you're American, I don't know. Look it up. You're not the only country in the world, so. Um, <laughs> Figure it out. Luke slams. All right. Now, your side of the story. That is what happened to me personally. What happened to you? Yeah. So we're lining up. Uh, we figure that the only way there is through Adelaide. We then book me a flight, which is like the flight, the last minute flight to get from Sydney to Adelaide is $400 as well, mm. plus baggage. We spent a lot of money to get there. And it was 
We definitely made no money off that show. I didn't oh, no, even we, sell we, the show out. We absolutely lost money. It was on like that a five hundred seater. I reckon I sold like three hundred tickets. Yeah, dude, it was actually it was probably money. the worst selling show of the entire tour, <laughs> and it was the most effort I went to to get to it. Yep. And uh, which is still great. That's a great tour. If the worst show you've had is two thirds filling Alice Springs in the mm. desert, hey, what a great tour. Amazing. Very fortunate. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I just want to make that very clear. It was lovely and I, you know, had a great time. Mm. So the problem is, 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 this is what really pissed me off. The Qantas lady, this is the problem with airlines. Never get, never listen to them is my <laughs> advice. Because they look at their system and they can only get you there via their planes yes. and their company. They're not going to go, oh, you book fucking Virgin and then, because they can't do that because then their liabilities off of you missed that next flight. Yes. Because that's nothing to do with them. So they were like, oh, we can get you to Alice Springs tomorrow. And I was like, that doesn't work. I have to be there by 7 p.m. She's like, right, well, there's no other way to get there today. We're sorry. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, there's actually one leaving from Adelaide. Is there any way I can get to Adelaide? She was like, no. And the Adelaide flight to Alice Springs is all booked out. And I was like, I'm on the phone with my brother at the same time. And he's like, no, I'm booking you on it right now. And she's like, no, trust me, there's no tickets left. And my brother's like, I've just booked you the flight. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, it's just been booked. And the lady's face broke. She's yeah. like, what? And I was like, I don't I don't have an explanation for you. Your system mustn't be updated with the website. I mean, you did say that they also overfilled the flight though. So Yes. I What I think happened is someone didn't get let on that flight. Yes. Because I bought that ticket. Yes. Maybe. It sounds like it. Anyway, uh, then I... Um, have to leave you guys. I have to take two bags with me. And at this point, I started off the day with six um, Arnott Scotch fingers. I, that was the only thing I'd eaten and a banana I had. Yeah. Because we didn't really have time to even eat at the airports because we were just trying to sort this out the whole time. So no time for food. It was just like lining up at service desks go, and go. like trying to get things on the phone back to Melbourne. Mm. Everyone's trying to figure out how to get me there. Yeah. So then I run down and get my bags from the baggage carousel at Sydney because then I have to go to another terminal, like walk out the building, like walk a kilometer around and go to the Virgin Terminal uh, in like I have 10 minutes to make it there. So our bags, like just get two bags, whatever. So I get these ready bags and I'm sprinting through the airport after I leave you. Mm. I make it to that one. Fairly comfortably, like, and when do I say comfortably? With like five minutes to spare. Yeah, so pretty comfortably. That's pretty comfortable. And get on that flight. Then that flight to Adelaide gets delayed on the tarmac by like two and a half hours. And you know when you start saying crazy shit, yeah. Like, I'm just like going, oh, we could drive there. We <laughs> make it there by six p.m. if we left yesterday <laughs> like you're just saying shit for the sake of it yeah we're kind of just trying to figure out like is this actually the best way to get here because like this will probably go wrong yes. and it did go wrong very quickly a flight for, i'm on the tarmac in sydney for an hour and a half before oh. i get to adelaide and then i'm not really stressed about it because the other flight's not till 3 35 p.m mm. and I'm also not factoring in time zone changes. Oh, no. They're half an hour, no, they're half an hour behind, so that buys me oh, an extra that, half an hour. Yeah. So I was like, that's fine. And then it gets, after like an hour and a half from the time, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to make this. And it was oh. the first time I'd had that thought. I was like, no, it's all good now. And then on the flight, I'm kind of freaking out. I'm like doing the, I'm like minusing the half an hour. And then I was like, I wonder how long left. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. 
And then eventually I land in Adelaide time at 2.55 p.m. Yeah. The baggage check-in, the bag drop closes at 3.05. I get off the plane at 2.56, like disembark. I'm in the terminal at 2.56. So I have nine minutes yeah. to run downstairs, get my two bags, and ideally run back up and check them out. The problem is the bags never come out. They always take like 10 minutes to come out after your plane lands. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So I'm waiting at the carousel. Like, and the bags come out at 3.04. So I got a one-minute window, and it was like I was... Get from baggage to... Yeah, I felt like John Wick or, like, Jason Bourne. Oh, yeah. Running through the airport. Yeah, because I'm on the phone, like, with Jack, and they're going, like, you need to catch the lift up. It should be directly above the... Like, they're describing the layout of the terminal so I can get there as quickly as possible. They're like... It felt like I was in a movie. Yeah, (laughs) they're in miscontrol, and they were like, take a left, two bogeys, take them out. (laughs) Watching your flight on like a map thing. I know the whole day they were like, "You were in the, in uh, mission control, weren't you?" Not really. No, I was working from home that day. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, but we were getting frequent updates Mate, from mission work control. On the Dude, yeah. Reese, Mister, he's the only leg of the tour he hasn't gone on this whole time, pretty much. Yeah. What a great one to miss. <laughs> 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 it was so shit. I was doing my bit. I was sending motivational images to the group chat. Yeah, that's, that's I, what I, sent you, I sent you the Vin Diesel one. I sent you the Thanos yeah, one. Yeah. I did not have a time all day to look at the group chat. I don't think Dude, I ever saw those. It was awesome. It was the only thing keeping me going through it. <laughs> yeah. So then running through John Wick style. Yep. You grabbed a pencil. And I was on the phone with and my brother the whole time. He just wants me to ditch the bags at the airport, which has got all that. We were sharing a joint suitcase. So it's got all your clothes and all my clothes for the next week. And even just everything we need to survive. Cosmetics. Toilet bag. Everything. All this. Everything. And Jack's like, ditch the bags at the airport and go straight to your gate. We're not missing this business class flight. And at least you can get there with your backpack and your carry on. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going to try and get him. And he was like on the phone. He was like, he was always like, I order you not to do that. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I order you to shut up. <laughs> God, there's ever like a little kid you'll buy a pic. This scene's going to be hectic. <laughs> <laughs> overruled. Judgment overruled. overruled. I was like overruled. And I ran downstairs and then I'm like texting you like the bags have come out. No, far, I know. Far. Yeah. And then and you were like, like, just run back just up. Run, 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 just ditch him. And I was like, no one else, I feel like I was the only person who had this thought. Everyone was telling me to ditch these bags at the airport. I still don't know 100%. I'm confident that's illegal because it's a security risk. You're not supposed to leave your bags unattended. Yeah, they have but you, the can thing tell, goes, you can tell the service desk to set them aside. I had no time to tell the service desk. Mm, true. So. No, on your flat, you can tell. Anyway, them. my bags come out yeah. at three or four. I've got a minute to make it up an elevator um, and then check them in and put them on the bag drop. Yeah. I run, I sprint towards the elevator, get in. There's another guy in the elevator. The door's wide open. There's a family of four coming the other way. They've got a young no. kid, a mum and dad, and then they've got a baby in a pram. The mum's wheeling a pram. And I start smashing. No. The mum thinks I'm smashing the open door button. No. To hold the door for them. No. <laughs> <gasps> She's smiling at me like, oh, thanks. Like she gave me that look of like, oh, that's so nice. They're holding the door for us because I've got a pram. And then when the door starts closing in her face, she realizes and she looks at my hand, I've been smashing the closed door. (laughs) (laughs) So the doors are closing as she's coming closer. Is that what happened? Dude, it's shut 
like just on she was it shut like no like on the pram like like it just not on the pram but like, you know what I mean right before she went on <laughs> you she take had to the like child. she pulled the pram back and then it went bing and then it just and she were, her face dropped like <gasps> like I can't believe that guy did that and I just was like ah, <gasps> I'm sorry no <sighs> I don't have time and so there's too much riding on this you get up I was like 300 people in Alice Springs will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your kid. Anyway, bye. Wait, so you get up. I get up. There's uh, it, what, what As soon as I get this? out of the elevator, it ticks over. Like literally I, oh I quickly God. check my watch oh my God. and it ticks over to 3.05. And by the way, on the plane, I've – this is how like, intense I was being. Because the plane, I was like, what can I do now while I'm just sitting here to save time and help me once I get into this nine-minute period? Because yeah. I knew I would have about ten minutes. So I put my watch to exactly the iPhone time. Like I waited till it, I was on the set time setting a manual and then I waited to the second that my iPhone switched over and then went beep and I knew it was to the second of the time. Like my watch. I might be on the spectrum. Because <laughs> yes, I was like writing down like booking I like um things that I need to check in yeah. and remembering booking numbers. I was like BQ6, 8, blah, blah. BQ, like I was remembering my booking number in case that was the quickest way to type it in. That's crazy. And then I remembered it because you know how like otherwise you have to type in your name, full name and then destination and then yes. that's a few and other more do, prompts. Yeah. If you just type in the booking number straight away, it takes you straight oh. to your booking. So I was like, if I remember the booking number, so I just go bang, 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 like six and I hit it. It was like so quick. But the machines are so shitty and I'm yeah. like shaking as I'm doing it. And then – I, I don't make it. Like you it don't says, make it. We need to. What? It's like we cannot help you with your booking. You need to ask your staff member oh for assistance. God, like yeah. I've missed it because it, it's ticked over to three or six by the time I've actually done oh. it. And then this is what really pissed me off. There was a the Qantas lady working there. She was like a bit younger. She was just flirting with some business guys. Probably oh like God. the s- same energy of dudes that were questioning you. Yeah, and not. Doing her job. I look, let's be honest, it could be argued as doing her job as in like making their customers feel valued. Sure. She was just being friendly she, and they yeah. were talking, oh, we off to, oh, yeah, I've been there. That was great. Yeah, no, I went there Please tell me you butted in. And I'm standing there like, oh, oh, like trying to get her attention, just like just kind of being rude at this point. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, hey, I didn't want to say anything. And then she just went, hi, how can I help you? And I'm like, you're not matching oh, you were my urgency. so slow. You were so slow. And I was like, oh, I've just missed it by like a minute, but I've got a flight and, uh, you know, because my flight got delayed coming here. So I've – anyway, is there any chance I can drop my bags? It's just I've missed it by a minute. So you can do it manually kind of thing. I was just polite about yes. it. But I was also kind of rushing. And she's like, oh, oh, you have missed it. All right, I'll see what I can do. She walks over to like – Clearly her superior person, yeah. like the manager or whatever. She's like, hey, it's missed it by a minute. I don't know if there's anything we can do. And the manager's like, that's fine. Just put it through. She's, she's, like, she's like, oh, he's like a minute late. Just put it through. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, don't fucking question what her. What the fuck Just put is it through. wrong with you? She's trying like, to help me. What? I'm like, at this point, I'm a valued customer that's only said Qantas can suck my sweaty ball sack only three times on my Instagram story today. But it's also valid. Fucking valid yeah. for what they put you through. Um, what? I'm like, I've only slandered you three times publicly as a company. What's the problem? Right? <laughs> and then they, dude, you can just be late to the airport. Yeah, they just no put shit. you through. I went behind the desk. I feel like it's also probably, no, it's also 
like the situation. Like they would have known, oh, okay, like that flights have been delayed today. Yeah. Like by one minute, that's pretty good. There's a little. So many have missed their flights. There's a little trap door um, behind the desk. And you can just, dude, I saw what was behind. You know, you always wonder where your bags go. You drop yeah. them off. And you're like, I wonder what adventure they go on without me. Yeah. It, the only, the only like way humans know what happens is Toy Story 2. It's the only evidence that we have as a civilization as to what happens when your bag gets dropped off. And you off. got to see all the belts. I saw everything. It's just bags. Crazy. It's not that interesting. Yeah, I was really underwhelmed. But it felt like it, like... Adelaide Airport's version of Narnia. I was going through a secret door. So, and that's why, the, and then they put your bags on the belt. Yeah, there's a little horseman in there too. Did, <laughs> did they take you? Why did they take you out the back? Why would I dropped them, them off? Like they were like, they opened the trap door for me and they're like, you put them off. So I physically put them on the belt that was going down to the tarmac. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like I was sore where they go. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's actually really interesting because yeah we don't usually get an inside look into what it looks like yeah it's just bags other suitcases no, yeah no doubt no doubt um so then i have now like eight minutes or so to make the gate mm. my gate closes at 3 15 oh it's God. now about you know 3 12 or whatever i don't know it's taken me a few minutes for them to like yeah i will just put it through you know it, yeah so then i go through security no problems there thank god no quarrels mm-hmm. um i took took my Oh, no, I wasn't wearing a belt. That's fine. Oh, no, I did have to read. No, through. you were still rushing. Yeah, though. I forgot my watch. No, you were definitely still rushing. Yeah, I went through the thing. Beep, beep. Like, you're wearing a watch. And I was like, fuck. And then you stopped to play a piano. I had, two, I had a minute to spare. I had two minutes to make the gate by the time I got in there. I knew it was only about a minute run because I was pretty sure I remembered how far along it was actually a bit further than I thought. But anyway. And yeah, they'll have like a free piano at the airport. You can just play. While you were running t- two minutes behind, well, not behind, no, but you were one minute ahead of schedule. Oh my god! At this point, that's crazy. And, and then I knew you, at least I had you my got. Watch. You, then you got um, you got papped by one of our one of our Discord, Discord members, members took a photo, and I'm not sure it was the same person. I then got a message. I assume it was the same person. Yeah, I doubt two people saw me. Well, a few so people did see me funny. run through airports throughout the day. Cause I had about 10 DMS, like just saw you run past me at Sydney. Just saw you run past me in Adelaide. So like, Go get <laughs> man, it, brother. Man's doing the laps. Yeah. They were just like, get it. I get believed it. in you. I was cheering you as you run past. <laughs> <laughs> but one person just messaged me out of the blue. Yeah. Just, uh, this is the old, the whole message just read, why the fuck did you just stop and play piano? Aren't you in a rush? <laughs> <laughs> And I was, didn't have thought anyone was watching, but I just thought I was like a... You are definitely on the spectrum. If there's anything that we can take away from this day, there's something... Your brain's funky. If you see guy. like uh, no one at a, at a big grand... It was a grand piano. It wasn't like a keyboard. No, it did look beautiful. I would have also played it. I don't even know how to play which piano. Which is why I'm like... Mm. I was just like... Doo, doo. I feel like only I would have done that, Luke, and... But you do the thing where you go. Yeah. I did that. And then I got up on the run, made it, last person on the flight, final call. I'm pretty sure they're about to call my name. business as well. Oh, my God. That was better in a way because then, like, no one was, like, really walking past me. Yeah. On the flight. I did get a few judgmental looks as I sat down from the first people in economy. of like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Champ. Because I'm, like, just... Wearing like a sweat saturated Ganda t shirt. Oh, yeah, we all looked like shit. Um, 
I smelled awful. I felt bad for the lady next to me. I didn't get time to put on deodorant. Probably should have done that instead of playing the piano. Absolutely. And then I felt like I couldn't get my deodorant out of my bag on the plane. Felt like like a rule I shouldn't do. Because, like, don't they always sell that to keep it closed? Oh, yeah. It's a pressurized cabin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what That's the science probably- is behind that, but I felt too scared to get it out on the plane. <laughs> I mean, I think it's also you're in an enclosed space, so there's nowhere to air it out. Yeah. You know how sometimes you can spray too much deodorant and it's like, oh, my God, that's overkill? But- there's no way to get that out of the plane. It's just going to circulate through the entire plane yeah. and its system. Then I ate and my then- third last scotch finger. I got served a shepherd's pie. It was the best thing I've ever had. I think I was just so hungry. Hungry, yeah. And the lady next to me, she was a doctor. Um, she was reading a book in Japanese for fun. Oh, just a casual read. Yeah. Yeah, I do that as well in French. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Just casually. I was trying not to look stupid around her. And I was also trying not to complain about my day that I'd had. And While you were playing Clash of Clans. No, I was playing Bloons Tower Defense 6. Thank you very much. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I I would be for children if I was playing Clash of Clans. Yeah, yeah. I was playing a game where monkeys pop balloons. (laughs) 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 And, yeah, literally I was playing that game and I leaned over and she'd been making sporadic conversation with me throughout the flight. Mm. Like, I think she wanted to chat, but I was just exhausted. And, And I'm not, again, I've always said this, I'm not like a normal person. I'm not opposed to a chat. No. I'll, I just think it's fun to get to know strangers, like particularly in that circumstance. I don't know why. What? What do you mean? There's always like you you could get some content out of it's it. It's not even content. It's just like I just like I think it's interesting because I you don't not often like I don't I don't want to like offend you, Reese or Meg. I don't <laughs> my me? circles. What the fuck you say right now? You guys aren't Trey doctors. Kenley. Like yeah. I don't hang out in How those circles. Dare you? Sir? <laughs> the fuck? Okay. I don't hang out with scholars or even people who read. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this that's is true. Fascinating. <laughs> I was like to her, oh, what's um? I just go, what is that? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm pointing point to the book? Japanese yeah. like symbols. Yeah, and I, right. I was like, I've, I'm sorry, I'm not. I know this sounds like I'm ignorant because it is. I said, is that Mandarin? Um, thinking I was being smart, and she's like, no, it's Japanese. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen those symbols before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those look like the fucking Wingdings font. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. That's great. And she's like, yeah, yeah, just for fun. I was like, so do you speak it fluently? She's like, oh, I've only been learning it for a couple of years now, but you read down and then left. And I was like, oh, I'd, I struggle with left or right. God, and you're a doctor as well. So it's like you already do so much fucking work. But I was kind of I'm like. I'm getting tired. Maybe. Just thinking about it. What? I'm getting tired just thinking about it. All right, you were yawning as you said. Yeah. It. I was maybe being a little too agreeable in the sense that I thought I was going, oh, cool. But maybe it came off like I was like, oh, yeah, of course. It's meaning like I knew no. what she was talking about. She's like, yeah, it's like this traditional Japanese story, like blah, blah, blah about this thing. And I think she thought I knew it. All. Maybe in the circle she hangs out with, a lot of people speak like a bilingual. Yeah, no shit. Absolutely. Intelligent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she goes, oh. the doctors are intelligent. Yes. She goes to me, oh, no. oh, do you know some Japanese? And as a joke, right, I thought I said it in the tone of a joke, but I think oh. I thought she, she might have been on the spectrum. 
I'll just be oh, honest. She took it li- like li- literally. I think so because oh, she goes, I do you speak that. Japanese? She goes, and I went, oh, you know, I dabble. Trying to like crack a joke, like obviously not. I just thought that was Mandarin. Like obviously I didn't speak Japanese. What did, what did you, what did and you, she goes, oh, great. Thank God she didn't inquire any further because that's not interesting to her. No. She was like, oh, of course, yeah, we all do, you know, like some <laughs> something. And I was just like going through my head, I was like, if she asked me what I'm going to say, like I know Kanichiwa and Pikachu. <laughs> That's it. I know two words. <laughs> I would have loved to see you just wrap that up into a conversation. Yeah. What? I know how to say hello to Pikachu. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Kanichiwa Pikachu. And she's like, wow. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was good. And then I'm an idiot. I didn't realize that they do daylight savings. They don't do daylight savings in Alice Springs. Oh, like in Northern Territory, sorry, like Queensland for half the year. Yeah. Whenever I've been there in the past, they've been on the same time zone as Adelaide. So you, were you early or late? No, I thought I was going to be late again. And then I realized I had another hour. Yeah. They're another hour behind. So I, they were an hour and a half behind Melbourne yeah. when we first left. So I was, I was like on the plane going, oh, fuck, now I'm not going to make this show on time. Mm. And then I asked the flight attendant, hey, what time is this plane land? And because it says my boarding pass, it lands at 4.45, but on my watch, which is to the minute, it's at 5 p.m. Yeah. And I'm like, why haven't we landed yet? And the lady's like, no, there's still another 45 minutes to go. That's where they're an hour behind. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. That is that. crazy that you didn't. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting next to the girl still reading Japanese. Yeah, and all these like <laughs> businessmen that were like clearly there and, you know, important. <laughs> but you made it to the show and they were very appreciative. That Dude, you did come. I had the best time. Yeah. There's like not many entertainers go there um, yeah. for that reason. For the, yeah, literally for the reason. And that. also, there's no, there's no money to be made there. Even if you sell out a show there, you're not. Making the accommodation money. and the flights and everything to just get yeah. there is insanely expensive. It's ridiculous. But it is worth it when you do get there because those people show so much appreciation. They really did. Yeah. And it, it will make it worth it for next time as well when it's like, all right, we're going to, even though once again, we know that we're not going to make money off it. It's not about the money. We will go there a day prior, make sure that our flights, you know, yeah. yeah. I think it, it is worth it though. I think it's for just those people. fun talking about um, come in the desert. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. great. Yeah. I had, it was so weird doing everything myself. God, it's like. I, I mean, ha- you didn't. You didn't sell any merch. You didn't film the shows. No, but like even just to like do everything at the venue. Yes, sorry, like that stuff. Set up like the show. I was my own yeah. stage manager. Yeah, I swear to God, the lady at the fucking venue was trying to roast me because I I rocked up by myself in a cab with straight from the airport, no time to even go to my hotel mm. with two suitcases and I like in a backpack and clearly frazzled from a yeah. big day. And she goes, "Oh, great, you made it. So who's going to be your stage manager?" And I was like, "You." What do you mean? I'm like, me. I'm the guy. I'm literally the only one here. Who else is here? Do you see anyone else? Like, so I'm like side of stage alone. before the show, like on the comms, like getting, because like usually it's like someone else is on the comms, like like going, yep, yeah, we're going to cue the thing, fade the lights, and then do your intro now. 
and like I just get a thumbs up usually. Yeah. I'm like going, oh yeah, do we have clearance to start the show? Like, and it's my <laughs> show. <laughs> go, go, go. And the guy's like, yep, yeah, mate, fading lights. And you want to go on your mic now? And I was like, oh, so I put the headphone down and then ran across to my mic and I'm like, what up, Alice Spring? <laughs> I'd have to like, and I have no opening act either. It's the first show of the Did tour. Did you say put it up? For I was like, give it up, and welcome to stage, fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the most confused, lackluster applause I've ever walked They're on like, stage. Every people just like, what is this? Like, why did he even bother to come? <laughs> Who is this guy again? But then they they got on board, and yeah. uh, I told the story of like how I got there. Mm. And um, dude, they were they were the best. They really had so much fun. Like yeah. the people in the crowd, they're, like they're not a very comedy savvy crowd. Obviously, no never shit because they don't get yeah. a lot of comedy or uh, performance in general. God, just the ten minutes of me slaying Con- Qantas into oblivion—that was like the most relatable thing ever. Because they're yeah. like one of the only airlines that flies there, so they've all yeah. had problems with Qantas before. I was like, "Fuck, Qantas—they can suck my sweaty fucking ballsack!" And oh, the whole crowd's yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That no, but, but yeah, Darwin was also really fun as well. Yeah, Darwin was awesome. Um, I, I went for the hardest run I've been in a long time. I do, you're, it's wild how much you abuse your body. Like what? Yeah, it's like fitness is good for me. No, that's the thing. You abuse it with fitness, and then you abuse it with alcohol. No, I don't. Like, okay, the alcohol thing's a joke. All right. Well, no, I don't. Well. <laughs> When you're on tour, when we were in on the Gold Coast, no. if there was like a, a a pint and Palmer deal, you were all over that shit. Oh yeah, like I'll have like a beer with a meal yeah. at lunch. Yeah, yeah, but I'll have like one. Yeah, I'm not saying you're getting sloshed. Oh yeah, but you do drink. Oh, dude, that's just the daddy juice that, at lunch. <laughs> Mummy milky. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, no, you're making it sound like. No, because yeah, then, then, you, then you go with the exercise and it's like exercise is good, yes, but then you destroy yourself in Darwin heat. It was what? rough. The humidity was really bad. I did 8K and at like 408 pace. That's and I was dying out there, dude. Fucking crazy. I thought I was like went into the afterlife because I started to go blurry like my vision. And then I was like, I only have about a K and a half left. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to stop now. And then I... I entered like a realm where I like, you know, I don't know. It's a bad thought, but you know, everyone knows this, you know, when you're driving sometimes and then you like snap out of a deep trance and you're like, I don't remember the last 10 minutes. Yeah. That's what happened on the run. I like got home and I was like, I don't remember getting here. Like I just kind of was like, oh yeah, down the street along the Esplanade, turn left. I just, I was just doing it. But I was just like thinking about, and I had a juice waiting for me in the fridge. I was like, I'm really excited for my juice. But that was just a regular juice, not a daddy juice. I did a half an hour workout in their gym, like the apartment's gym. Mm. And it was one of those ones where you go into it and you flip, flick the switches and then everything turns on. So the air con wasn't on before I got in there. And it was literally the hottest thing that I've ever stepped into. I did like half an hour, maybe it was like 45 minutes of workouts and I literally formed a puddle on the ground. Yeah. Like when I did my abs stuff at the end, I was literally just dr- like dripping I with sweat. This is one of the grossest things I've ever like noticed that's happened after a run. I sat outside on the balcony 
and took my shoes and socks off after my run. Yeah. And I sat there drinking my juice, like scrolling. I couldn't even scroll my phone because everything was so wet. My hands were so sweaty. So I was kind of just sitting there staring out. And after like 10 minutes, I moved my foot and realized that my foot sweat had created like a puddle. And <laughs> then it like dried. And then we left the Airbnb or whatever. And it, and it dried stain. like there was water damage. Like, full on stain. Like I water damaged the deck with sweat. <laughs> it was so oh, gross. Oh, it's so nasty. <laughs> so nasty. But it was good. It was it was it was nice going to Darwin. I actually really like going to Darwin. We were scootering around everywhere. You had a so nice dinner for your birthday. Uh, yes. It was one of the nice best steaks I've ever had, man. Yeah, it was a it was a good steak that we had. And we went to the outdoor cinema. Yeah, and we saw uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I was think a fucking goated film. I think that this brings us to the end of the episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Long we, episode this time. We want to try and you enter the episode yep. each week. Uh, we want to do end it with three questions that we just quickly answer. Yeah. Something we enjoyed this week, something we didn't enjoy, and something we learned. And that okay. way it's like an episode of Modern Family where there's a little like takeaway at the end. Yeah. You know, like. Phil Dunphy's a big goofball, but God, we learn a lot from him, don't we? Yeah, that's good. So would you like me to start? Yeah, you start. You start. Something I enjoyed this week. Um, last night we watched a little, I was going to say Ninja Turtles, but you can say that if you want. I did enjoy that. Yeah, but I something I enjoyed, this one, and by the way, it doesn't have to be like a thing you consumed. It can be like a conversation you overheard. Okay. Oh, I have two. Oh, you can't just, okay, go for can two. I, can I have two yeah, quickly? Two. I had, I enjoyed a really good conversation I overheard at Alice Springs airport where uh, a British guy was trying to convince his other British friend that, um, you know, how like sometimes we'll sell kangaroo scrotums, like <laughs> ball sacks as merch, like yeah. those little kangaroo ball sack bottle opener. Yeah. He was trying to convince her that it was a real kangaroo's ball sack <laughs> and she was buying it. So that's something I enjoyed. <laughs> that's pretty good. That <laughs> uh, the other thing I enjoyed, I watched a really cool thing uh, on YouTube last night with Meg, uh, a guy named Bo Miles, on mm. YouTube, did this little uh, documentary uh, where he went to do um, a podcast with Hamish Blake, yep. and both of them met in the middle of where they lived, and they took a kids on like a big adventure. It's like kind of like a twenty-eight minute YouTube video, but it's like a little episode of like a travel show kind of. That was really good, so I'd yeah. recommend watching that. And something I didn't enjoy, uh, at going to Alice Springs, but like just the journey. <laughs> the journey to get there. The, Alice the, Springs is good, but yeah. it was just the journey. The Qantas lady's fucking attitude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And something I learned, I hadn't thought this far ahead. I know I came out with this, but I hadn't think about it. Okay. Should I? You go. I do mine. You and then, go. all right. Something I enjoyed was definitely the Ninja Turtles movie. That was absolute goaded. The steak was also pretty good, which I, I really liked. And, but most of all, the cold rock that I got on mm. my birthday. Awesome. Really good cold rock. Very, very nice. And it took you an hour and a half to order it and stack up all your extras. Yeah, exactly. And I got judged severely, but the girl was absolutely lovely and just helped power me through it. She was like, no, 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 this isn't the biggest order we've had. And it was so beautiful that she gaslighted you like that. Yeah, it was nice. It was really lovely. I was like, is this the most extras anyone's ever ordered? She's like, no. And I was like, thank you so much for lying. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I really appreciated it because it made me feel a lot better about myself. Um, but then something I didn't like, definitely the fucking energy in the Qantas club. Didn't like that. Didn't like, oh, also the, f they, the fucking food there sucks, dude. 
they just give you like toasted, they, they're like you can make your own sandwich or wrap, but it's like gross food. I, I like the tuna bake, I guess, but yeah, the rest was just like, what the fuck is this? Also, they gave me cold coffee, which I wasn't a fan of. Um, and something I learned was apparently a human can take like four to eight antihistamines in 24 hours and not die. So that's fun. It's a great takeaway. It's a good takeaway. Yeah. Um, I learned that I sweat more out of my feet than I thought I would. I've always known that I have sweaty feet. So it's known to me. Cool. Anyway. Thanks right. for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. That's been another episode of Weekend Ready with Luke and Meg. This weekend we are winding down. Remember that and enjoy your weekends, everyone. Goodbye, chickens.